All right, friends, let's talk about the spiritual practice of community, of community. If you're like most people, you've probably never thought of community as a spiritual practice. I know I didn't think of it in those terms, but it really is. And it's something that needs to become a part of the fabric and a part of the structure of our lives. How does hanging out with people, how does hanging out with other people grow your relationship with God? Well, Jesus left his followers one command, and it was a command that they couldn't fulfill in isolation. In John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35, Jesus says, a new command I give you. All right, this is it. This is the new command. I want you to love one another. You can't do that by yourself. You need other people to be able to fulfill this command with. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples. If you love one another. So he just states it over and over again. Love one another, love one another, love one another. You wanna be my disciple? Love one another. New command I give you, love one another. I mean, he's just like, repeating it so often in this short little section and this short little thing. And he just emphasizes this idea. We need other people and that we are to love other people. We express our love for and gratitude to God by loving other people. This is the expression. This is the evidence. This is the proof of our faith. It's a way of acknowledging that people are created in God's image and that he values each and every one of us. So, Living in community, engaging in the spiritual practice of authentic community with other believers, it is a core spiritual practice because our relationship with others is where our faith meets the real world. It's where we can put this into action. We say this around mile two all the time. We grow spiritually when we connect relationally. There is no spiritual growth apart from connecting relationally. You can grow to certain extents in certain ways, but you're not going to be able to work it out. You're not going to be able to, to, to actually walk it out unless you're doing it in real authentic community. Authentic community is where others can help us grow and we can help them grow in their relationship with Christ. All right. Authentic community Practicing community. This is where we can experience, I'm going to talk about three things. Number one, authentic community is where we can experience accountability. We need accountability in our life. We need people who are holding us accountable. It often takes someone else pointing out the gap between where we are and where we could be in order for us to catch a vision for our future or in order for us to see maybe some blind spots in our lives. We all have a blind spot. We all have an area in our life that we're oblivious to, but other people in our life can see it. And I'll tell you what, it's only the people that we draw close to and we have real authentic community with that we position ourselves to be open to hearing them address those things. And so we need somebody to help address our blind spot or our dark side and our shadow side, that part of us that, that needs to be addressed and it needs to be pointed out and cared for. I'll tell you what, you can have a bunch of buddies that are around and you have a good time with, but do you have people that are there that have been given permission to help watch over your soul, to let you know you're drifting, man, you're drifting in a different way, or you, you need to look at this. Can I just, can I address this or can I point this out? We all need that in our life. So authentic community is where we find accountability. The second thing that we find in authentic community is belonging. And we all need belonging. When people feel a sense of belonging in a community, it motivates them towards progress. When you feel like you've been accepted, that you've been a part of a group of people, and we'll talk about the two building blocks, we'll talk about acceptance even a little bit more, but when people feel accepted and they feel a part of that, 
it gives them the ability to grow. Bob Goff, one of my favorite authors, he's written a number of different books. He just makes a simple statement. He says, people grow where they're loved. People grow where they're loved. And so when you experience belonging, you're loved. And that's the grounds. That's the, the soil that you can begin to experience some growth in. All right. It motivates people towards progress. Why? Because they're not feeling judged. They know that the people that they're with and the people that they're, they're living in that authentic community with, that they have their best interests at heart and they're cheering for them and they're rooting them and cheering them on. And number three, authentic community is where we experience care. It's where we have the opportunity to experience some care. Some of you are listening to these things going, that sounds really nice. It takes time to build that kind of community. It takes time to build those kinds of relationships. You might not experience that, you know, in the first months or even the first year or two years, but over time, as you foster this more and more, this is the kind of community we can build. So care is another thing that's the result of it. When life goes sideways and we have the opportunity to grow in our trust with God, if we don't have the support system in place, we might not experience that growth. We need a support system, group of people who can come and help us to maintain healthy perspective, to not get sidetracked, to not get deceived, to not get pulled away, but they can help us, help us to be of sound mind. They can help us to, to, to keep focus on what is true, what is pure, what is wholesome, what is right, what is noble. And they can be there to help take care of some of our physical needs, some of our emotional needs, and definitely some of our spiritual needs. So those are three of the things that, that can happen in authentic community, accountability, belonging, <coughs> and care. Here at Mile 2 Church and in lots of churches, the place where we try to facilitate that is within something called groups. Groups might not work for everybody and it might not be everything, but it's an opportunity where people can begin some of those relationships and hopefully come together and look after one another in those meaningful ways. It's, groups is where people agree, they commit to one another and agree to meet on a regular basis and give themselves to one another in that kind of authentic community. Churches can create a group by putting people together, but only people in the group can create the community, all right? It's just, there's an environment that's been created and how much we give ourselves to that and how much we're willing to open up and, and do life and, and, and bear one another's burdens, that determines whether it moves from being a group to actually being an authentic community. All right, I wanna finish off with this. There's two building blocks of an authentic community. The first one is acceptance. The first one is acceptance. Acceptance means you're allowing others to feel differently than you. It means you're allowing their growth journeys to look differently than yours. It means you're willing to suspend judgment and it means you're willing to avoid comparisons. I'll go over those four things again. <coughs> acceptance is one of the key building blocks of authentic community. It's when you allow others to feel differently than you, okay? You see this differently or you feel differently. That's okay. I'm gonna allow you to feel that. I'm not gonna make it a prerequisite that you have to feel this the same way I feel it. No, there's space for you to feel it that way. It might change over time. It probably will change over time. Probably should change over time. Your perspective should probably change over time. But when we're accepted by one another, we give people permission to just be and to feel differently than we do. And we allow their growth journey to look differently than ours. We realize that it might not all look the same. The order of priority for me might not be the same as the order of priority for you. We're willing to suspend judgment. In other words, I'm not going to jump to heavy conclusions. I'm not going to label somebody or write certain people off or conclude certain things about it. I'm going to suspend judgment. 
right? And instead, and I'm going to also avoid comparisons. I'm not going to compare them, you know, to somebody else. This is, this is a beautiful environment that can be created that can one, help foster authentic community, which can then spur us on to growth and spur us on into deeper, uh, a deeper relationship with Christ and with one another. And I'll just point this out. It's exactly what Christ did for us. He accepted us. In fact, we're told to accept one another just as Christ has accepted us. Now, when we accept or when Christ accepts us, he doesn't put a bunch of things in the way. He says, you know, come, come as you are. But then as we walk with him, he begins to sort some of those things out. And that's the gift of community that we can give to other people. So the first building block, building block is acceptance. The second one is appreciation. We actually appreciate the gifts that are inside of other people. We appreciate the uniqueness that's inside of others. We recognize that other people are taking risks when they're vulnerable. And we respect that and we honor that. And so we, we value those steps into authentic community. And then we celebrate, we celebrate change. We celebrate when God does a work inside of our lives, when he moves us into those healthier paths and then the healthier direction of becoming more and more like him. So we grow spiritually by connecting relationally. We all need authentic community. Loving one another as Christ has loved us cannot be done by ourselves. It has to be done and worked out and practiced with others in our lives. So what about you? Where is your authentic spiritual community? Who are you connecting with? Who are you growing with relationally? Not even just the people that you're naturally attracted to or the people that, oh, I'm just super comfortable with these people, but maybe even getting around some other people that you wouldn't ordinarily get around with. God uses those relationships to refine us, to shape us, to grow us, and he uses us to grow them as well. So how about you? Have you embraced the practice of community? How is that working within your life? I would encourage you to engage in community. It's a spiritual discipline that can be the beginning of life change. It can set you on a trajectory of helping you grow, grow close to God because you're growing close to others.